Hey, AfterBuzz TV fans, tune in now for the Shooter After Show. This is Episode 9, Ballistic Advantage. Tune in. You're tuning into the destination for TV superfan discussion, AfterBuzz TV. And now, let the buzz begin. Rocking out to a little tiny tempo tonight. Uh, unfortunately, Marianne is not with us. She's sick. I know. We, we miss you already, though. Um, she's got a serious case of the flu, so everybody, get your flu shot. Safety first. It's very important. It I was, is. I was it sick, is. and I just got over it. Totally. Well, I mean, the winter time, it definitely goes around. Uh, that being said, welcome to the after show. This is episode nine. We only have one left after this, so things, obviously, if you've just watched the episode as we did... Things went down. It was amazing. Things hit the fan. People got killed. Limbs got shot off. Um, but yeah, before we talk about that, Deshola, where can the people keep up with you? Hello, you guys. Hello. You can keep up with me at Deshola B D A Y S H O L A B everywhere, especially Instagram and Snapchat. Go what about you? Uh, you guys can follow me all over the interweb, social media apps, whatever the kids do today. At <laughs> uh, Hey John Blake. And you guys, um, before we start, make sure to uh, get on that live chat. I'm on the phone right now on the live chat, so hey, hit us up with questions or anything. Yeah, definitely. I mean, uh, as we all know, that Shooter was renewed for season two, so we'll probably talk about that, I think, more next week when we know how this season ends, but it's just cool to think about. Uh, we definitely want to engage all of all of that uh if there are like shooter theories and stuff if you guys have them have them now go right ahead and and tweet that stuff um but yeah we'll talk about this episode right now okay this episode was crazy yeah it's probably one of my favorite episodes the best absolutely the best i i was like i'm seriously jumping and i'm like oh my god like i thought it was insane what did you think about this episode it really ratcheted things up i mean we've seen you know like the the show is all about shooting and sniping and stuff so we've seen cool setups of that but it was so much more intense i mean it was very satisfying to see these characters that I've hated really come into, um, you know, the the crosshairs, so to speak. I mean, it's pain in particular. We'll get to. Yeah. Um, but I mean, I think it was, re- it was one of those episodes that like really matched up with how I'm feeling as a viewer. Like, you know, we cut to Bob Wee. He's obviously super pissed off now, and. <laughs> It's become a lot more personal to him knowing that his family is, like, really not safe. I mean, nothing's ever been, like, good for him since he accepted um, the the scouting job and was, was fooled by Johnson. But it's real. like, this is, like, a hair away from him losing everything he cares about, his wife and his daughter. He lost it this episode. Yeah. Like, he literally lost it. The episode started off with him tripping on Memphis because, you know, she's over there still being like, hey, no, we don't have to kill anyone. He's like, I'm going to kill everyone. Like, <laughs> he, I was like, what is going on? Like, yeah, he, he gave up. He's yeah. like, you know what? I don't care. I'm going to kill everyone until I get my family back. It was a great episode, honestly. Yeah. I mean, it was the first time I really saw him kind of lose his cool because he's been so, yeah. like, cold and calculating, very, like, not necessarily zen, but, like, very focused. On what he needs to do, what he has to do, and like keeping, you know, his his family calm and and just having a cool head on him, you know, when all these crazy things are happening. You know, I'm trying to think back to a few episodes. There was one where he was like trying to escape from one facility after he got like the the hip thing, um, 
and like he just like went up directly to the cops. Like he's that like collected to like be you know in front of his emotions and stuff to like think rationally at all times. And this is the first really episode where I, I saw him kind of lose that a little bit. But the crazy part is he lost it. But yeah, he went right back. right back. I mean, right back. he like he cares. He does not. I always write. Bob Lee gives no f's because he really <laughs> doesn't. Like he he just love that. Dude. It's insane yeah. to me. Like he just does whatever he wants to do. Like he does not even care. I mean, this episode obviously it was enhanced because right. he felt like he has nothing to lose anymore. Like whether yeah. he dies or not, he wants his family to be safe. But this episode was interesting. I want to say though, uh, believe it or not, I kind of like pain in this episode because he was really funny. He, I mean, he was a douche. But I, I was, pain, I was kind of enjoying it. Though. I was like, okay, like he had some really good liners in this one. No, yeah, it was interesting to see. You know, Payne obviously started off, uh, and I think the worst of our list. Like he was like number one baddie to he to and see Johnson. like him get killed. Yeah, exactly. And that's I think as the season progressed, I grew to hate Johnson more because you know Payne just is who he is. Like he his character is just kind of like a douchey sort of comic relief where he like doesn't really uh care about anything so like everything is a very light subject for him to joke about like you know killing people is like a light thing yeah that he, and like, it's all about him he's about. like he thinks he's invincible right but obviously you're not obviously <laughs> not. would you expect yes. her to kill him i was not uh, expecting julie to kill him no i did not expect that at all i mean i respect that though I mean Julie's a very strong woman great actress I really like her character and I like how the you know obviously the show sets it up so Bob Lee who's like very well trained military guy you know like trains them and you know needs to take care of them but at the same time like she is a very capable character as well to kind of safeguard her her daughter she whips out that the knife on like her brother-in-law that was the best i love yeah, that. that was she went awesome. ham on him i She's was like Whoa. yeah she, she really yeah, is she can definitely handle her own and to see her kind of like prove that in a way i mean like i totally got the message when she pulled the knife out yeah but you know to see her fully prepared to like go all the way and she's just like nope i'm a swagger you're done like and, and just goodbye and the effects on this episode i mean they were really good yeah i mean from lon scott to even when he got shot um in the chest pain i don't know if you saw him laying down it, it showed all of his I, it was great it was great but speaking of lon scott what do you think about him Ooh, okay so i mean i yeah, I mean, I never really respected him as much. I mean, I thought he would be kind of a better adversary with with Swagger. I guess I overestimated, like, how... I mean, he's very cocky. We get that. Um, and he was very quick to kind of go, like, rehire Payne. Happens, like, in the very beginning. He's just like, well, I guess you're just gonna <laughs> go back to your errand boy. Um, so that was... Yeah, I guess I lost. I mean, I lost some respect for him. It was never very high, but I sort of thought that he would be a little bit more true to what was important and you know maintain focus. I mean, like how everything went down in the end. Like he didn't even like check his gun, dude. Like yeah, kind but of, no, but that was a bullet. Like how was he right, supposed no, to know uh, the knobs? The knobs. Oh yeah, yeah, you're right. You're right. Because the first thing, like the reason why, like he couldn't shoot him, like with the first two, was the calibrations and stuff all seemed off. Um, so that 
you you think even as a marksman who wasn't even trained like in military scenarios, he would do a little you know gun maintenance. So you think his cockiness maybe. is kind of what led to his demise because yes. he was he felt like Absolutely. he was also Absolutely. untouchable. Absolutely. Um, yeah, they definitely dug a little bit into his character. Like he was came from privilege, obviously with his parents' money. He said, "I don't speak trust fund." That yeah. was great. That was yeah, a great I line. Don't speak trust fund. It was pretty good stuff. I, Okay, here's my thing about Lon Scott. I don't believe him. You don't like, believe him? I don't believe him at all. As an actor, I don't believe the guy. Okay. I'm literally watching the show, and I'm just thinking, like, this is so... I just... Well, you, you don't... I don't yeah, you don't think the character was convincing, or you don't think... I don't the, think the like, guy the playing everything. him was convincing okay. at all. I feel like he was... Like, you can tell he was trying to be a badass. Like, I, I didn't like it at all. And I noticed that from the first episode he was on. I'm thinking, who is this guy? Like, he... It just seemed... Like I didn't feel the authenticity of mm. of the actor, if that makes you know. So to me, I felt like he was acting when I was Fair watching enough. him. Like I didn't feel like he was a real badass. You know right. what I mean? So and I I didn't like that. So I couldn't really, I guess, and in, like indulge all the way into the um like let myself go there because I kept looking at his acting and I just didn't like it myself. Right. I'm not saying he's a bad actor, but I just didn't feel like he he he's not the guy I pictured to be that guy to be Lonska, I don't know. I just didn't feel it. Fair enough. Yeah, I mean, I, the one one character um, element sort of with Lon Scott was was the fact that like his leg was blown off. Like he mentioned, which they never explained. Yeah, they mentioned it kind of briefly in one a previous episode that you know like he wasn't able to serve his country and like it seemed sort of like an accident type of situation. Mm-hmm. I wish they dug a little bit more into that just to see, like, who he is. Because, you know, we know that he's, like, a rich guy. He kind of comes out of nowhere with not a lot of backstory. Maybe if he was in, like, an episode or two more than he was, we would find out a little bit. I realized that, you know, they wanted to main- they maintained, like, the yeah. mystery of him for a while. I'm glad they did not. Just because, like yeah. I said, I didn't believe him. as Like, I just didn't. Like, okay, you know, when you watch Johnson, let's say he's a great example. We really don't like him. Right. Like, I, I believe Johnson. Like, I believe he's really a douchebag. Like, if I saw him on the street, I probably wouldn't like him. Not really, <laughs> yeah, but, just, you know. Just screw be- that, dude. No, well, just because, you know, I feel it. With this guy, I feel like, I'm just like, you're not, like, it just doesn't seem real and, and authentic. I mean, he is an actor. I get it. Yeah. But I don't know. I just, I'm not feeling it. Like, like Nadine's character is great. Bob right. Lee's great. You know, Julie is great. And that guy, he's just, I don't know. Whatever. I mean, it doesn't yeah, no, matter. Yeah, I mean, I think the with the character for me, I mean, I bought into because I I feel like I got where they were trying to go with it. Where like he was very obsessive about you know being the best. I think if they made that a little bit more clear, it might help. I mean, I think I was just am giving them more um, uh, more credit, I guess, uh, in terms of of the story that they were trying to build versus how much screen time that they had to tell that. You know, I think. He was clearly, you know, obsessed with Swagger, wanting to, like, prove that he was better than him, uh, which clearly he is not. Yeah, obviously, because look <laughs> yeah. what happened. And you guys get in that chat. Let us know what you guys think about Lon Scott. Do you think he's a, he was the right guy for the role? And what did you think about his face being blown off? <laughs> because yeah. that was serious. That was, the, that was so satisfying. How many times did we, re, re, oh, I can't speak. How many times did we watch that? We, I think I like replayed it probably like three to four times. Yes, just it was so we could serious. See, like, how much of his face was blown off? Which, you know, I think is is <laughs> over under about fifty percent because he definitely lost an eye. Like most of his jaw, like pretty much the, most of his bottom jaw, 
it's it's bad. You know bad what it reminded me of? Probably not gonna make it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think I think he's dead, right? His face Pretty looked sure like he was dead. He's he's yeah. dead, if not bleeding out very severely on top of that mountain. It reminded me of, and I hate to bring this up because I think feel like I brought up this show a few times, but it reminds me of Breaking Bad. When um, remember when, Ooh, Gus, when Gus that was friend, insane when his totally, face got yep. blown off, it was very similar. I mean, yep. Gus's was Spoiler, better. If you guys haven't seen Breaking oh, Bad, oh sorry, yeah, Gus uh, is gone, <laughs> a goner. But hey, if you haven't seen Breaking Bad by this point, it's you've. What's your life? Yeah. Honestly, it's the best <laughs> show I've ever seen in my life. Yes. Thank, thank you, you. Thank you. Um, yeah, no, okay. So Juan's, Juan's got the best death ever. I mean, when he was firing all those the like shots trying to get Bob Lee, um, Bob Lee kept saying, like, trust me to his wife. Like, you got to trust me. Um, and then it was leading to something which I was catching. I thought remembering him making the bullet like maybe he did something so he was kind of pacing around pain knowing like if he weighted the bullet a certain way that it would go um like in a different direction like too far left or something so i thought he was gonna do something where it would kill i'm with you i did also um obviously that was a very (laughs) complicated thing and i don't even know if that would be possible so i was overthinking it um, but w- what happened was actually way cooler. It, yeah, it was uh, crazy. It was yeah, the bullet backfiring and just blowing up Juan, Juan's face. It was a good way to throw all of us off because I was not expecting. I don't think I don't think anyone was. But it, yeah. it it just went to show like how intense this episode was. Like the entire episode, I was like jumping because first of all, it starts off and the first thing that came to my mind was no one is is on anyone's team. Like it's every yeah. man for themselves. So, it's like I'm watching it and I'm just thinking, like, what can happen? Because, obviously, Krukov was, I don't know, he was he was by himself. He was kind of working with Payne, but then he kind of wasn't. And then there was Payne, and then there was Memphis. I mean, I didn't know what was going on in this yeah. episode. Well, in, in Red versus Red, I think that was an episode devoted to showing and making it very clear that there isn't just a good side and a bad. And I think throughout, I mean, it hasn't really been a black and a white, I like, from the beginning. Because... You know, um, Bob Lee Swagger, who is the protagonist, like the good guy in the audience's eyes, is obviously on the bad side of the law. So yeah. there's that. He's lost. And it. then he's like being chased by the people who want to like continue and cover up this conspiracy. So, you know, it's been a gray area the whole time. And I like how that's only grown into even like more gray areas. Like it is so messy and conflicted, which I think is a lot more realistic than. Um, just having like these guys are you know completely good and these guys are completely bad uh which allow for characters like isaac who (laughs) i still hate with like a fiery passion to be sort of like to be on the team at certain points and to be trusted in a certain way i still think he's got to die and hopefully next week see now i feel like he's not going to though because he hasn't done anything wrong in so long he has not redeemed himself but he has not done anything that wrong but actually no last episode he was going to kill Bob Lee yeah so it's just he's he's everywhere and that's I wrote down Johnson started at the top like he was like the top dog and now he's literally the little puppy dog like waiting for anyone to give him attention and and help like please help me because he doesn't know what to do he's in a bit of a pickle a lot Um, so uh, yeah he's clearly 
without any option and I love how Memphis kind of uses his own line against him she's like yeah just like what choice do you have dude <laughs> which he of course said to to Bob Lee when he was trying to like you know track him down he also is another character I think is a little cocky like he thinks who um, Johnson mm-hmm. is co- not in like a Juan Scott way but like, he definitely overestimates his own skill and you know follow through and I think he's trying to think things through and he realizes that he's not as smart as he gives himself credit for. Yeah, I feel like he's lost that confidence yeah. now, you know? And uh, you mentioned how this show there's no one who's black and white there's no good guy or bad guy really and I love the fact that Memphis she started off as like the good FBI detective which she still is kind of but now she's she's yeah, like she's on the bad side yeah, yeah you know she's like like doing all this illegal stuff and i'm thinking like oh my god memphis like she's a whole new person so i'm excited to see her in the next season you know just to see what yeah. she's going to be like like what side is she going to be on like, is she gonna continue to be a little crooked i mean i don't, I don't know if she's crooked but you know what i mean or yeah, is she gonna no, go no, back? I, I totally get that i mean it's it will be very interesting to see i'm glad he brought that up because you know to see her now, I mean, she did that whole, like, short stint thing with being, quote-unquote, like, on suspension. Mm-hmm. Now she's clearly not. Uh, she's, you know, calling the FBI and they're working together. But she's still able to work somewhat outside of the FBI, which is an interesting thing. Especially, you know, thinking to season two, how much is she going to do that? You know, how much would she be like, we got to be by the book, like FBI, uh, versus, you know, Swagger's like, got this. I, I feel like she's conflicted because she wants to help Swagger and she wants to help him get his family back. Mm-hmm. But she is obviously not agreeing with his decisions because he is making some serious and rash decisions and killing everyone now because he does yeah. not care anymore. Like when they, the scene when they open that door, boom, boom, yeah. they just shot everyone. He's, like, I mean, he's absolutely going above the law. And he even said that. He's like, when I, like, this is going to go down like that. It's my family. I don't care. Like, I'm going to go above the law on this one. Which is fair. I mean, we have to uh, we have to respect that. It's his family, right? Yeah. I mean, Bob Lee, like, he's, he's been on the run and, like, you know, very capable of going rogue. Um, and I don't think he's really done anything too bad before. Like, he hasn't abused that power, I don't think. He's had the opportunity to kill, I mean, Johnson a number of times, and, and other people as well. He's, you know, there was one scene in this episode I really liked where he had all three of his targets, like Johnson, Juan Scott, and Gregory, in his sights. And he was just like, I'd kill you first. Uh, Johnson, obviously, because he knows sort of the plan. Uh, and then he would take out Gregory because he's well trained over, uh, you know, a long like career in Russia. And then, but he <laughs> understands the big picture. Yeah. He's like, if I kill these people, I might not find my. Well, it's Bob Lee. He's gonna find them. But oh, you know, totally. he's like, I might not find my uh, family. So let me just let them live. But I'm so glad that Payne. I, I wish Johnson would have died before Payne. I feel like he deserved it more. But I'm glad that at least one of the the horrible people are eliminated okay well how do you feel about the fact that johnson sort of set up the demise of pain like he shot him and in the arm basically incapacitating him and and you know i mean they haven't liked each other wrote wrote 
you know, Payne's death. I mean, they haven't liked each other from the beginning. You could tell from the first episode and when when Payne is like saying, oh, what's so good about this guy? And they had that little rivalry. We didn't know until later on that they had a boss. They both right. were sharing the same boss. So I don't feel like they liked each other anyways. But it also goes back to show like no one is on anyone's team. Like it's right. all about... he. Johnson said he wanted to get out for his wife and himself. He still kept asking for the diamonds. Remember, he didn't yeah. care Hopefully about anything he, else. He like went back home and turned the stove off because that tea kettle. <laughs> <laughs> right, exactly. He never mentioned that. They never mentioned <laughs> yeah, if his house is burned down or not. Can you guys let us know, producers of the show, like did the house burn or is it like just maybe, one of those yeah, things? Yeah, maybe that are... it was just. It's a very well-contained kettle. Yeah, that's just still. Like, on where the did his wife go? That's a that makes sense. Like, they, she just ran out. Like, why did they not kind of elaborate on that? Is it necessary? I don't think it is. I mean, I don't think I'd care. Really. No? I mean... But you care about the teapot. His, his, I hope his house burns down. You care about the teapot, but not about where his wife well, went? Well, no, I'm, I'm, I'm curious about the teapot because I want to know that his house burned down, almost. I'm with you. Um, he I did mean, say, I want to find a new place for my family, so maybe it did burn down. Yeah, well, he can't stay at home. He cannot... I mean, he definitely had a go-to escape plan set up for his wife to just like bust open one cabinet. What did and, he like, say? He said we're out of yeah, something like, about go the grocery store. or something. Yeah. Um, anyway, back to, to this episode. I think it was cool to see uh, Swagger just really debate in his mind like you were saying knowing he needs to get his family safe and that is the the bigger thing but just his emotions he's like I have these guys I can make them pay I can get some revenge right now it's guaranteed he'd be able to take those people out like just going through the process and said like Juan Scott he'd be frazzled by like the heat of battle I would totally take him I mean we can't even forget about the scene where Bob Lee just walked up to the house and said I'm here to see Lon Scott and then killed three people with his hands yes. handcuffed. The, uh, like what? The surrender was so sweet. Like it. Like I was kind of wondering where he was going to go with that. I mean, that kind of set up exactly who Lon Scott is, and to say that he's not very skilled. I mean, for him, for Swagger to literally surrender at the front gate and still get the drop on on Lon Scott is insane. Like obviously. Swagger is very good at what he does, but he completely broke into that fortress without really much trouble. Uh, I mean, he was handcuffed. Well, that was his office. killed. Yeah, but yeah. I mean, it's a very heavily guarded uh, facility. Mm-hmm. You know, there's guards on patrol everywhere. They, you know, I mean, he's set up a sniper point, so he kind of knows a little bit, but still. Well, that's just, that's one thing I'll say about these shows that I kind of don't like is that like with this show there's been numerous times where the things that Bob Lee has done there's no way it's possible in real life and I kind of I, I kind of don't like that because I like when the show stay like realistic so like there's no way that he went in there well yeah so what do you, what do, you it, do you have any do you remember anything that was like it was yeah I'm, I'm saying when he went into the office and he like changed the bullet and did and changed the gun and all that like and then Lon Scott happens to walk in right when he finishes you know what I mean it's just one of those things where I'm watching like Okay, but I guess right. it did end in a really good way. So I get it, but I just feel like that wouldn't have happened in real life. Like unless, right. well, I, mean, I don't I, know. For the part where he messes with the guns, he when it was showing it, it seemed very quick. Like mm-hmm. he only, you know, he knew exactly what he was doing, and 
that's why I'm a little surprised that Juan Scott didn't even like mess with those dials. I don't know if those. I mean, they obviously do something because we saw him shoot and miss. Mm-hmm. But I feel like your avid marksman would you know yeah. reset the dials. But I mean, the, your your mind isn't there. Like there's so much adrenaline going on with everyone. They're pro- probably yeah. not even thinking correctly. So. And I think they mentioned that it was only an hour or something when Juan Scott was like, meet me at the golf course. So intentionally, it was a quick turnaround. So it could be. I mean, he's not a soldier. He doesn't – he might not think that way or think that far ahead or or really have his wits about him in that situation because it's not just a target practice thing. It just shows that Bob Lee is so much better than you are, Lon Scott. Because you don't know. Story, true story. Um, but speaking of the other scene, the trap, where I guess you can say that Juan Scott gets you know the the drop on on Bob Lee. I think Bob Lee was more just when uh, going to the first facility that Julie and Mary were not at. They were kind of led into a trap after they traced the phone call when he called. Uh, and, Someone and, mentioned that it was going to be a trap. Who who mentioned it? Someone. One of the characters? Yeah, they know. said something I mean, about, like... it seemed a pretty typical trap situation. Yeah. Like, you know... Especially since Bob Lee has been on top of all the... It's, a, like, I'm walking into a trap. Like, there's been several episodes where he's like, I am... This is definitely a trap. He even had a... I think it was the last episode, maybe, that he had a great line about it being a trap and being like, yeah, like, don't... Uh, you have to get when you set a trap, like you have to get your smell off of it or something, and he, or an animal's gonna know. He, I mean, he found out quickly once he got in there. He knew, but he did, yeah. Uh, what's his name? Knew Johnson knew it was a trap because uh, when he turned around, he said, "Oh, he said it's a trap. He was he's going to shoot you or something." Do you remember when he was standing by the door, and and he said, "What's going on?" Because he said, "He said no, I wanted him alive." But Lon Scott actually shot the other guy, and Johnson said, "Oh, it's a trap." Well, he said I didn't shoot him, right? Uh, and then he said it's a trap, blah right. blah blah blah. So he, I feel like, but remember he, he met he met he them also. Known. He could have known, but he also could have found. I mean, that was pretty clear when someone else sniped another person, like in the dome piece. Like you know, that was clearly in the not dome them. piece. So well, now, I mean, he because he was you know had the vantage point, uh, knowing that Swagger did not take that shot. He didn't take that shot, so it had to be a, a sniper. So now they have Mary, and she's in Russia. Yes. Like, what? Like, how? Why? Like, I don't... What do you think about that? Um, Very good question. She is in the Russian embassy, very well guarded, not going to be easy to get out, but I guess it's sort of how important is Annex B? Um, no, uh, yeah, I don't know. I mean, what, if you were Bobbly, and your daughter was in oh. a, a Russian embassy... Okay. Not the easiest place to break a hostage out. I would not know what to do. I wouldn't wouldn't do not even a tenth or a half or even a one percent of the things that Bob Lee does. So I don't know. But I did see that uh, Julie went into the. Um, I'm pretty sure she went into the embassy and said, "Where's your, where's your someone?" She like barged in there and was yelling. Do you remember that? Um. Well, I mean, <laughs> she they they can sort of spin anything. In the previews to, to look like, I mean, whatever they want. Yeah, of course. I, I feel like the first thing to do is go politely ask the Russian embassy, just, hey, you might have my daughter as okay, a hostage. Okay, yeah, Can you know that's going to work. Out? 
yeah, I don't think that's going to be the finale of the series, but or season. Well, that's the last but, se- episode tomorrow, good, though. I mean, I mean good, next good, week. Right, yeah, it's of this season, yeah. I'm yeah. saying, like, I don't think that's going to work. Oh, okay, or, I get it. I was like, what? Well, so, I mean, we know next week's episode's going to be good, because this one was really good, and, right. and it's the finale, so they have to, you know, but you know it's going to be a cliffhanger. You know there's going to be a cliffhanger somewhere in there. Well, we so, are getting season two, so there will be probably some loose ends. Hopefully it is a satisfying ending, though, and I really hope... Within that, uh, what will help the satisfaction is if Johnson dies for me. I agree, and I well, I do, I don't think Johnson is gonna die though. Okay. I want to say that, okay. and I don't think that um, they're gonna have a cliffhanger to where um, he doesn't get his family because I'm gonna be irritated if they do that because no one wants to wait till next season to see if he gets his family or not. So I hope he gets them. They like run or something, but then someone else comes after them, and yeah, but I don't think Johnson's gonna die. Ooh, bummer. Bummer, bummer. I don't. I mean, I'm not oh. the writer, so who knows? But I don't <laughs> think that's going to happen. Well, he did prove himself a bit this episode. I think him killing Payne was definitely a, a like, you know, I can see it as him showing his worth, proving himself. It's just a cry being, for help. I mean, he was a contributing member of the team. That being said, I on. I almost wish he didn't get that satisfaction because I just don't want anything good for him. <laughs> He's done so many things that I want him so to crooked die. and messed up, namely killing their mutual, their other Donnie's mom. Like. I mean, that's if we named worst. all... No, that's not the worst. I mean, he I mean, set up... Of, he's got a laundry I mean, yeah, I'm like, what do you mean? He did everything bad. Terrible things. So, I guess we'll just see. I don't know. Really wanted to go down there. I, I, I see your point, though. I think there is a lot more story that could be told with this character because he is just the worst. And they have, you know, a big history. Swagger is quick to forgive that. Again, situationally, because he needed his help. And to Johnson's credit, for once, he actually came through with doing everything. But at the same time, you know, he his life was on the line, too. So he was in it as much as, as Swagger was. Like, no one likes Johnson. We didn't even mention the fact that Meacham was gone. I just thought about it. Meacham, Meacham is, like, dead. Yes. He's dead. Meacham is not quite dead. But he's, he's gonna he's, die. He is very badly beaten. But no, you didn't, you didn't hear when they said, uh, Lonscott said they buried Meacham. Oh, I didn't hear that. They buried him. He's gone. He's done. He's okay. He's, because when he was goodbye. getting lo- when they were loading his beaten yeah, he was like body like from van to van, the there was a doctor or something that mentioned that he was not dead yet. Mm-hmm. And then Gregory was like, "Well, he's gonna be exactly." So I guess it sounds like he finished up he's the done. job. Interesting. I would have liked to see Tom Sizemore like just like a death scene for him. Uh, because he's just he's an interesting character uh, I, I kind of feel a little bit cheated that we didn't see I don't miss him I don't think don't he was important him? no he was All like right. he was just randomly I mean I'm not saying you're wrong but I'm saying he was just like randomly there he'd pop up eating food act like he never ate before you know he was like at the diner like blah 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 like he just was kind of random right he just was a high up character for me yeah. and I thought that there might have been more to his story uh, or just you know that he could pull some strings like maybe again season two talk if 
like that would be another sort of triangle, like the Gregory versus Meacham versus like them trying to like use Swagger in some way. I think that they could manipulate things to make Swagger's life bad. Well, I don't know how much worse it can get, but they. I mean, it was very close to being ruined. Still, could be if they don't get Mary out. So the stakes are very high, and they've got. I mean, they still are kind of on the run too. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, yeah. I mean, what, yeah. I mean, what do you think? Will I guess you think it's just going to be about Mary? Should we just make some predictions? I guess let's for, make predictions. You so I'm like, I'm like, yeah, I don't know. Okay, prediction time. Yeah, what do you think will happen next episode? Try. To, I mean, because I guarantee we're going to be talking about season two all of next week. So, just in next week's episode, the finale episode, what do you think is going to happen? And what do you think they might save, I guess, for season two? Is he going to get Mary back? That's the big question. question. It's Bob Lee. Of course he's going to get Mary back. He will get her back. I... He better because if the, if he doesn't and there's like that's a cliffhanger, I'm gonna be, yeah, I'm gonna be real upset. pissed off. So I'm, I'm he's we're gonna speak positivity into the world yes. though it's already edited and I'm sure it's already shipped off. But um, he's going to get Mary back. I almost feel like Julie is going to try to kill Johnson because she kind of tried to this episode. She's not and a fan. um not at all. And, and no, one, no one should be. I like I like that they made a point in this episode. To really hammer in the fact that no one likes Johnson. Everyone hates and him. And Bob Lee's just like, dude, everybody hates you. But it's fair. You have no one. In and Memphis. It's it's what's going to happen to Memphis? And then I don't think any. I, I don't know. I, I, I don't know. I, I feel like this next episode is going to be very intense because they did a great job at this episode. And I think they're going to get Mary back. There are going to be a lot of hurdles, of course. And um, it, I feel like it's going to end with some type of. Uh, Standoff between uh, Bob Lee and Krukov, and Memphis is still going to be in the background, just like hanging out. Interesting. And yeah, interesting. What do you think? Could be. Obviously, Krukov is the main opponent now because he is sort of holding the keys with Mary. That being said, Russian government is going to be involved now because it's at the at the embassy. I don't know how much pull Gregory has. I kind of want more information on his character, sort of why he's, or like how high up is he, the connections that he has. We can kind of assume that just Russian, I mean, not to be like. You're going to say anti, Russian mafia or something? But they're often portrayed with like, you know, being more corrupt. So I'm wondering how much he can do, really, at the embassy. Like, can he ship her off? Can he threaten to kill her? What is really going to be the threat? Like, how long can he even hold her? If they're on U.S. soil, like, is there more um, diplomatic ways that they can try to do it? Uh, again, Julie, I'm sure, is going to try to <laughs> get the media involved or something, which she should. I mean, that's super not cool for them to just kidnap a, a little American girl and hold her in a jail cell. We are also leaving out the fact that um, Annex B... Memphis has that. So I'm sure an exchange of Annex B will probably happen and then right. it will be done. So we'll see, I guess. Do you think it... I guess, would you trade Annex B? If you're Memphis, now I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to ask you as Memphis because we, we did, talked about Bob Lee. Obviously, he's going to do whatever it takes. 
But do you think Memphis, who's holding the USB of Annex B, do you think she would give it to the Russians in exchange for, for Mary? Yes, because she is there to help Bob Lee at all costs and prove his innocence. Plus, Bob Lee gave it to her and said, if I die, here you are. Not if I'm alive and we are um, negotiating, decide what you want to do. You know, So I think she will. Okay, okay. I think so, too. I mean, I think if she sees it, maybe there is another way that they can prove what happened or use it in some fashion. Again, I think that if she is so tied to Bob Lee, his family, their well-being, that, to me, is kind of the greater good. Annex B seems to be sort of a atrocity that's already happened so obviously exposing this is good but it's not as good as saving a life that might not need to be taken you know it's it is in the past we should implicate the criminals that like did it a hundred percent but i think memphis is of the mind that preventing a life from being taken is more important than exposing a bad thing that's already happened like you know what I, mean? I agree so hopefully she thinks that way and Bob Lee outsmarts the entire Russian He government. will. I mean, he's he's done it the entire show. There's no way that he, he won't. Has, he, he will. Has. Well, I mean, just the plan with Lon Scott, like that was thought so far in advance. When he was making the bullet, he had a plan. Because he was like, yeah. Well, and, he's, and he's Bob like, Lee. He thinks like no one else. Like, that is, that's an aggressive plan. Yeah. But he pulled it off, so I mean, kudos. He blew his face. <laughs> that was the best part of the whole season, as far as I'm concerned. When, when he surrendered and like... No, when he blew his face off. Or when his face got good. blown off. That was insane. Yeah, it was pretty cool. I mean, I there's was a, a lot fan. of cool scenes. When, I mean, I thought when he... When Bob Lee, like, stole the gun behind his back and, like, capped both of those guys... And then used the sword... <laughs> to close... To the, make sure no uh, one gains sword. entry. Yeah. I think it is a little bit more believable because they did have a line that um, Bob Lee said to, like, the secretary or something. He's like, I, I'll i show my way to the office. Like, I know my way around because he's been scoping it out mm-hmm. so much. Like, he's it's not his first rodeo up on the mountaintop with a sniper scope, like, on the facility. Like, he's scouted I if that was it. the same girl from the office. I think it was. Or was it? Remember the girl who took him who Bob Lee went in and gave um, a package to at Lon Scott's office. Right. And then she took it to his house. It could be. I can't remember that scene exactly in terms of the facial recognition. Mm-hmm. We're, not, we're not that close. <laughs> in terms of the facial recognition. Okay, Could well. be, though. Could be, though. I mean, I've, I like this this series. I mean, I would definitely watch it again. It's very entertaining. And to see, again, how meticulous Bob Lee is is, is pretty cool. Him... Even in scenes that seem like he's going off the rocker with just surrendering to Lon's uh, fortress or office, seems very careless and and you know like a loose cannon. But but it wasn't because yeah. he knew what he was doing. Very Bob Lee like of you to do Bob Lee. Ryan Phillippe, you're you're a good actor on this show. Good job. Yeah, it's been a cool show. I can't wait for the finale uh, next next week. It's been yeah a ride. I mean, I, I wonder what cliffhangers they're going to leave us with 
in terms of dragging stuff out into season two. If we both said, I think, that we want Mary to go home with Bob Lee, what do you think they are going to leave to to season two? I think we talked about Johnson. I guess, I guess you can have gotten Johnson. I don't think Johnson's going to die, and I don't know. I don't know. I like Something with Krukov, because he's like the only guy left. That's all. But I you think. don't do you not think Meacham is going to be involved in Meacham's either? Dead. You th- <sighs> he's dead. All right. You want him to be alive? I but want he's his. Not. De- I want a Meacham death scene. I, I don't. I, I didn't. I don't care enough about Meacham. I feel like Meacham was like irrelevant. I mean, he wasn't yeah. irrelevant because he was like the boss until Krukov came. So he was not irrelevant. But I'm not worried about Meacham. I'm okay with him being gone because I didn't necessarily really hate him or anything. He was just. You know, kind he was just do, just doing the yeah. Diligence. He was like the boss right. there, but he wasn't like a horrible. He didn't seem like a horrible guy or anything. So I didn't really mind him as much as you know Johnson in pain. But right. But we've gotten justice with pain, so I feel good. Yeah, I, feel I, th- I think Bob Lee is going to get Mary out, but I think Crucia, uh Gregory is going to be completely safe the whole time, and I think. He, I mean, he tried to hedge his bets so many times with like every different scenario that we've seen him in. He's got to be super shady, and I think exposing uh, that. Duh. Anybody who works with any of these people are right. shady. I mean, classic Russian. Villain. Well, I'm not saying that, but <laughs> well, no, <laughs> but I, I mean, mean like, like you know, he's he seems like a very mafia boss type of dude that like comes in has a bag full of like ten million dollars worth of diamonds. Like normal people just don't have. Little. I have ten million dollars of diamonds <laughs> in my pocket right now. What do you mean? You don't? Well, I mean, you're you're a gangster, though. Uh, it's true. Um, but yeah, I mean, that's what I that's what I'm I'm talking about. I think he's got a lot of tricks up his sleeve. He's gonna be from a place of safety next episode. So I think they're really going to do try to expose. Maybe it is NXB. I'm sure that's not the only bad thing he's done. So I want that to unravel and, and to go deeper into this like criminal underworld. Maybe instead of being like reactive in terms of being on the run, being chased by everybody, Bob Lee goes after people in season two. That'd be cool. Well, that's what he's doing right now, right? Well, he's been trying to clear, like on the name of, of clearing his name and getting his family safe. It's all been under duress. Like He's been very threatened. He's never... Been, I think it's always been reactive. He's definitely made plays to kind of throw people on their toes, but it's all because he's on the run. He's a fugitive. <laughs> like, you know, but well, we will see. I don't. I don't know. I feel like I feel like Bob Lee will never lose because he's Bob Lee, and that's he like that's who they've written him to be—a guy who never loses. So I guess we'll just see next episode. What do you guys think is going to happen? By the way. Can you get in those comments? Because I love when you guys get in the comments and let us know what you think. Definitely. So, bring, let us know. Yeah, bring on the theories. Predictions. The theories, predictions. Definitely tweet. Where can they be tweeting all these theories? And um, You guys can tweet at AfterBuzz. You guys can tweet me at B. You can follow me. And um, make sure to do it um, in the YouTube comments also because we love that. We always reply. Typically. Totally. <laughs> um, nice. And you guys can follow me at HeyJohnBlake. Please do the same. All of the jazz that Daniel Shaw just said. Uh, we love your comments when you guys pipe in with theories and stuff because there's a lot of stuff that we miss as well. Uh, but we'll all see the finale next week. We should have a full panel for you guys. So tune in. We will see you then. Peace. 
from executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff. We would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. Oh. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.